0: Trump offered his support for Corker's reelection, and that after Corker announced he would retire after next year, Trump called asking him to reconsider and run again. Same untruths from an utterly untruthful president, Corker tweeted Tuesday. He added the hashtag, alert the daycare staff, repeating an earlier description of Trump's White House. Republican senators had high expectations for Trump's visit. When Trump addresses the GOP luncheon, it's important for him to convey to us the things that he thinks are priorities, And not only with respect to the tax bill, but some of the other things that we are currently working on, said Senator John Thune, South Dakota, the third ranking Republican senator. I want him to tell us to do our job, said Senator David Perdue, Republican Georgia, a Trump ally who, like the president, has openly voiced his frustration that a handful of Republican senators sank the repeal and replace effort. He expected the president would argue that the tax reform push is bigger than tax, in that it marked a chance for Republicans to prove they can govern, among other things. Republicans continue to wrestle with health care reform, particularly since Trump decided to end federal subsidies to offset lower-income Americans' coverage costs. In response, a bipartisan coalition of senators offered a compromise bill, authorizing those funds in exchange for giving states broader leeway in regulating coverage under the ACA. Trump, who phoned Democratic and Republican lawmakers this month to push them to make a deal, has sent mixed signals on the plan, seeming to support it before backing away. White House officials are now urging Senate Republicans to move the bill to the right by including provisions offering retroactive relief from the ACA's insurance mandates for individuals and certain employers, according to people briefed on the talks. The White House has the ball right now, said Senator Lamar Alexander, Tennessee, the Republican who took the lead on negotiating the bipartisan package. They've made some suggestions publicly about what they'd like to see in the bill. I'm all for those things. The question is whether they can persuade Democratic senators to agree to that. But Alexander, who said the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office could release an analysis of the plan as early as Tuesday, wasn't expecting to hear Trump sketch out his latest thinking on the framework during lunch. I'd like for the president to focus on tax reform, he said. Others were more eager for Trump to discuss health care. I'd like to hear him reinforce the movement to get something done, said Senator Mike Rounds, Republican South Dakota, who supports the deal Alexander reached with Senator Patty Murray, Democrat Washington. Looming over the luncheon were the mutual hostilities between Trump and Republican senators. Until Tuesday morning, both sides had appeared determined to move past their differences and project more harmony. Trump and McConnell sat down for lunch at the White House last Monday and came out for a 40 minute joint news conference afterward. Republicans are trying to forge ahead in their effort to rewrite the tax code by the end of the year. They took an initial step toward passing a tax bill last week when the Senate passed a budget resolution allowing them to pursue the plan without Democratic votes. The GOP didn't need Democratic votes to undo the ACA, but that effort still failed because of disagreements among Republican senators. Brewing disputes over tax policy threatened to disrupt, if not defeat, the tax endeavor in a similar way. Passing a bill could rest on more unpredictable GOP senators, such as Susan Collins, Maine, one of three Republicans who voted against the ACA repeal bill in July. I'm hoping to hear more about his plans on tax reform with more detail in it, she said of Trump's visit. After delay, Trump fulfills his $25,000 promise to the father of a fallen U.S. soldier by Dan Lamothe. In the Washington Post politics section, I'm Sam Scholl. The father of a fallen U.S. soldier has received the $25,000 that President Trump promised him three months ago, perhaps ending one of the controversies since Trump falsely claimed last week to have spoken with nearly every military family that has lost a loved one since he became commander-in-chief. Trump made out the check to Chris Baldridge, whose 22-year-old son Dylan, an Army sergeant, was killed in Afghanistan in June. It was issued from the president's personal account, according to a photo of the check posted online Monday by a reporter with ABC11 TV in North Carolina. The check is dated October 18th. The Washington Post approached the White House about Trump's $25,000 pledge early that day. As the Post reported last week, Trump called Baldridge in July, a few weeks after his son's death, and offered his condolences. Baldridge expressed frustration that his ex-wife was to receive a $100,000 death gratuity from the Pentagon, and he was to receive nothing. Trump then offered to cut him a $25,000 check. He said, I'm going to write you a check out of my personal account for $25,000, and I was just floored, Baldridge told the Post. I could not believe he was saying that, and I wish I had it recorded, because the man did say this. He said, no other president has ever done something like this, but he said, I'm going to do it. Baldridge acknowledged then that it was far-fetched of him to think the money would indeed materialize.